in three, two, one, and. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of It's Related. I, I promise. promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, our guest said it with us. <laughs> that got me too excited. You know, I'm a fan. I, ah, okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go into the topic and the guest, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, again, last week we were number one on the charts, and we don't take that for granted. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And for today's episode, Julia, this is going to be a really interesting one because I think it's very different from the kind of things we normally do. But if there's one thing we've had in the last few months is economy this, the economy that, the economy is hard, da da da, economy, economy. And, you know, one thing about Julia and I is that we love talking about love on this podcast. We love love. And so we had this crazy idea of combining the two concepts and mm-hmm. we're like, hmm, what if we combined a conversation around love and economics, you know, just as, as a nod to what's going on in the current times? And so we invited a friend of mine who is an economics superstar here in Kenya. And, you know, she's been featured on the BBC countless times. And I've had the pleasure of interviewing her uh, many of those times, um, you know, where she's been talking about the state of African economies and all these really riveting conversations about, you know, the complexities of certain um economies and and governance and she's just an all-round brilliant person you know ex-harvard she's an incredible incredible thinker and i'm just so honored that you came today and you are lending yourself to this conversation what we we had in mind with um our guest and she's going to introduce herself shortly is essentially to give us lessons on love from the point of view of an economist Right. Yeah. And and I mean, we're, we're so excited because we, we've actually not prepped. We don't know what she's going to say. We're going to discover <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> and so for all you hopeless romantic um, people and all you economics nerds, I think you're really going to enjoy this podcast. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who might not be too familiar with economics, Wangare is such an expert that she's really able to dumb things down from my previous engagements with her. So... Without further ado, Magari, please introduce yourself. Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> um, I'm so pleased to be here. My name is Magari Mwekia. And I am an economist, specifically working in public finance. So mm-hmm. what that means is essentially I work with governments on how to manage the resources that they have to mm-hmm. provide the best basket of goods and services for citizens. So I work with governments, I work with NGOs, I work with uh, World Bank, UN, those guys. um, And it's lots of fun. Oh my gosh. It's tough work. Yeah. But it's, um, it's fun. I love it. I'm I'm just so excited because, you know, me and Wangari have engaged on a very different platform, um, you know, and so it's interesting to have girl talk. I know. With, with your hat as an economist, but also girl talk. <laughs> like, I mean, when you told me about this topic, I was like, what? <laughs> but then later on, I was like, actually, there are a lot of overlaps and it's interesting to explore that today. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's Wangari, guys. And... Um, I know there are some intersections, like it, it overlaps in some ways, but obviously you're the expert. So, so yeah, what, what could be lesson number one that, you know, we could take away? 
Well, I think first we need to have a kind of start with a baseline and say, you know, yeah. what is economics? Yeah? So economics, essentially, um, to use the big words here now, it's about scarcity, right? Mm. Uh, and how you, uh, you, you think about scarcity in the production of goods and services, in the growth of an economy, welfare and things like that, right? And so if you think about that um, and you apply that to relationships and love, mm. right? You say, okay, uh, how do I then, how, you know, it, it relates to love in the sense that uh, love can be a scarce resource. Mm-hmm. How you find relationships, uh, the relationships that you engage in can be scarce. And how do you uh, maximize those relationships? By the way, in economics, everything's about maximization. <laughs> so how do you maximize love and relationships to ensure that you get the most um, uh, out of it, with, whether it's family, whether it's, um, you know, uh, resources and mm. things like that? Yeah, so when I thought about it in that way, I was yeah. like, hey, there's so many, all of the concepts apply. <laughs> so I said, okay, let me, let me uh, narrow it down. The first one, of course, the everybody knows about yeah. supply and demand, mm-hmm. right? So essentially, um, if you think about the law of demand, and this is my first lesson number one, mm. is that if you keep your price high, then you would also be able to have, you also have high demand, Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so with uh, law, with with that law, you can say if you value yourself, mm. if you are someone who, uh, for example, is not so wasteful with your time or if you're not someone who's like in a relationship, but you're just like always there, always there, supply, mm-hmm. supply, supply. <laughs> uh, and then the guy is like, ah demanded like I wouldn't be able and why why should I I mean Zill is there yeah mm. so uh the first law I would say is that it relates to that and I think I've I've experienced that in in, in my relationships where yeah you in, in you pend someone and then you're <laughs> always there they text you you text back immediately or they call you you're there they say come you come immediately um, and then you find, in my experience, I find that those relationships, you know, you find that the, you, you kind of give the power away. Yeah? Mm-hmm. The other person has kind of, they know that you'll always be there. But the minute you start being like, he calls, you don't respond. Okay, I'm not, okay, I'm not like advocating that you should be non-communicative. I already see Jules looking at me like, eh, what are you telling her? I'm just saying that, you know, you should... Yeah. yeah. Don't always be there. Especially at the beginning, you know, you know sometimes it's so hard to... To, to have restraint, re- to have restraint, mm. and to reel reel yourself in. For me, I know so that true. is like yeah. Um, but it's interesting, even the way you're just speaking about economics applying in mm. relationships. You know, we have men keep saying, "Hey, you know, in this economy, <laughs> in this economy, <laughs> I can't even cheat in this economy." So I'm happy that you're coming to tell us. Okay, Actually, let's break it down. Yeah. But you see, when the way they're talking, they're like they are already given themselves constraints because they're like, "Hey, right, you know, it's scarce, so yeah. we need to make sure that we are paying attention and doing all this." And this same applies in relationships. If you're just all willy nilly, if unga is there, you know, the, the prices of unga, unga was not in the supermarkets the other the other day. It was uh. can't even get maize. I don't know Tanzania is uh, on our case because of uh, not you know many problems. Um, but the minute you start, uh, if you have something in such uh, supply mm. then you don't really even care for it you don't even like pay attention to it as much but the minute it starts to punguza and you mm. can't find unga in the supermarket yeah hey see it's in the papers yeah. guys are being interviewed on the streets wow. and now we're now unga so it's the same even relationship like mm-hmm. you're always so there People tend, in my experience, in all the years of experience that I bring to the table, <laughs> um, it can be, it, you find that, um, that you, it cheapens you. Yeah. Ooh. So I would say uh, that 
even if you fall in love, it's fine to be present, mm. but also have things that you enjoy that are not that allow you to also that can take your attention mm. so that you find that uh, number one, you're a more well-rounded human being yeah. you can bring more experiences to the table and the guy uh, or girl, depending on, you know, where you fall is, is interested in, and is trying to find, to find you, to spend time with you. Right. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like that is, I think the first fundamental law, I think I would say applies That's to so economics and love. When you talk about demand and supply, you know, it reminded me when, when I was in the streets guys, not now, when I was in the streets yes. recently, I feel like it was always the guys who like, the, it, how do I say what I'm saying? So it was always the guys who you want that don't reply very quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the guy the guy who you really couldn't care for mm. is number one who's texting you. He's viewing all your Insta stories, doing mm. da, 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 da. And did you care? You were like, mm, I'm not texting back. I didn't, but like <laughs> I was. The, so so me was I the one who was too much in supply? Like, yes, you were like oversupply. <laughs> Guys are like, hey Sharon, she'll just call her. She'll be there. Oh, but you see, this is why I had to leave the streets. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I can't. I couldn't do it because I was just like the ones I'm genuinely like really interested in. A shout out to my current boyfriend because he behaved that way a bit. Um, they don't reply very quickly. Like I, I do get that sense of mm. you know dip, uh, supply and demand, but me, I just thought. Um, I don't know. Wow. I, yeah. You know what's actually dawning on to me? Uh, Maybe you can answer this from mm. an economist's point of view. I, like human behavior is very much a part of economics, mm-hmm. isn't it's it? An art. Economics is an art and it actually is a, is a study of human behavior. Yeah. Because when I'm thinking about it, because we are, we are, we are, the reason that these intersections between relationships and economy exist is because I think the intersection is that human behavior, that mm. humanness. Mm. Exactly. So maybe, maybe even that demand and supply is like, it, it's human behavior. It's like, oh my gosh, um, somebody has said mm. tissue paper is not going to be available during the pandemic. All of a sudden there's no tissue right. paper. Imagine tissue paper. Yeah. That's human behavior. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have somebody who you really like and they just have a little, they're a bit scarce for you. Mm. The scarcity is high and inside you, you, you you're going mental mm-hmm. because you can't reach them. Do you, remember the, time, in, do you remember mm. the time when the pandemic was there and then we were looking for masks? Yes. Yeah. And masks were like oh 10,000 shillings plus your passport time. And Especially the N95. Yeah. And and sanitizer. Yeah. That's Let me tell you. Happen. And there was a black market like serious. Yeah. <laughs> Getting masks was nuts. But then you now. Is there a black market for good partners? Ah, oh, by the by way. way. Because maybe I swear. I tell you about they, this thing <laughs> that they have. Eh? It's related. I, I promise. promise. <laughs> She's listen, guys. Wagari is inside. We don't need to audition. Okay. <laughs> don't make me forget what I was going to say. There's this market yeah. where, like, if you're dating someone, you find you're not compatible. But the guy is a perfectly good guy or girl, or whatever, uh, or other. Uh, but you're just not compatible. Mm. There's this website where you can go and be like, date my boyfriend. Be like, this oh, is are a you great joking. guy. He is one, two, three. He does one, two, three. Da da da. What? Date my boyfriend, and <laughs> and it's not because like you're 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 promoting him because it's not because he was a bad guy. It's just yeah. like you're not compatible. You're not compatible. So I don't know. It's not. It's in like Kenya. a raw safi. Like I just, I think like that's a business idea that someone should. You know, could what? you could you do it if you if like if you had a like Did partner? I I don't. <laughs> I'd, I'd definitely be on that website to just look and see what. <laughs> What is the quality that we have out there? But um, yeah, so I've also been in a situation where I were very much into somebody. 
So there is a lot of supply on both ends. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. It's not like the, the, the pool of supply and demand. Mm. So you're maybe you're too much together all the time at the beginning. You know, like I remember this from me when I was was a little bit younger, <clears throat> still young. <laughs> and, but what happens is it takes away the. Um, a bit of the thrill. I think it's nice to enjoy the love bubble mm-hmm. and whatever, but at the same time, it's good to, even though it's not a supply and demand um, between two people, mm-hmm. you know, you understand what I mean? That it's not just mm-hmm. one, one person is suffering while the other one is making themselves scarce. Mm-hmm. It can also be a situation where both people are just are oversupplying, oversupplying and, each mm-hmm. other. And it's like you lose the, I don't know. The novelty. The novelty of mm-hmm. the relationship, the newness mm-hmm. disappears much faster. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, there's something nice about newness yeah, in a relationship. Sure. So, so I think it's nice to take those breaks where we're like, okay, listen, we hang out mm-hmm. Monday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just do it over the weekends now? Yeah, you know? Because yeah. it's, um, absence does make the heart grow, grow fonder. fonder. And mm-hmm. familiarity brews contempt. I did not know mm-hmm. that. Look go. at that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm yet to test this theory. But all I'm saying is, girl, I was sitting here thinking economics and love, but I'm like, I see it. Human behavior. There's mm-hmm. a huge intersection. Totally human behavior. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. Lesson number one, mm. demand supply. Mm. Is there another one that comes to mind? So lesson number two mm-hmm. is, um, how did I put that American voice? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so lesson number two is um, uh, the concept of opportunity costs. Okay. What is, an okay. Opportunity, okay. what is an opportunity uh, cost? Economics 101. Yes. I know you okay. Me, I know, me, me personally, I know. You, you as you. I think I remember what opportunity costs Yes, and tell us. Uh-huh. You see now, Julia. Majanika, <laughs> say what opportunity. Co- this is your opportunity. Opportunity costs. Uh, <laughs> so it's like when you have a bargain. <laughs> like something was when you. Okay, so it's the it's the cost of the benefit of some, a benefit of something. Wow. Okay. <laughs> she said, Wah. Actually, you know, I also don't know that I. I know like, what it is, but like, I don't know how to explain. No, you don't know how to explain. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to explain it in words. Um, so uh, to, explain. To put it cost. kind of uh, um, simply, it's to say opportunity cost is the cost of the thing forgotten. Right. Oh yes. So by being here today with you, lovely ladies, I have forgotten being with uh, a friend of mine at Village Market, mm-hmm. and that's the cost. Mm-hmm. That is the actual cost of being here. The cost of you dating the guy you're dating, Sharon, that you like to talk about on the <laughs> interwear on, on the on the podcast. Yes. Um, and I, I hope he's not going to listen to this because he'll kill me. <laughs> the opportunity cost is that you're not going to, you're not dating somebody else. Right. I'm off the street. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, there's a reason for that. Of course, mm. uh, you know, love him and you've chosen him, whatever, mm. but there's a cost, right? Mm. And it's not just in relationships. It's also in your job. It's also in, uh, you know, the career path you chose. I remember when I was in, when I was in, uh, uni and I was trying, I was so, um, I was so, I had so much angst about what career path I was going to take because I felt like once you choose you choose yeah like I'm going to do law I have to do law I can't decide you know when I've got my law degree that I'm going to be an IT specialist Mm. so it was like you need to choose and choose forever because if you're going to go down that path it's a there's a cost you know there's a cost it's like a fork in the road Mm. if you go down uh, road A You've forgotten go road B. Right. And even if you decide that you're gonna you've you're tired of road A and you come back to the intersection and go road B, road B is not gonna be the same as the time when you decided to make mm-hmm. that decision. It's a completely different 
context and a complete different thing. So yeah. opportunity cost applies in love is when when you decide to commit to maybe to a person or spend time. It's a co- and we say cost for a reason because why you not, spend why not, time. Why not then just call it cost? Why is it opportunity? Because I thought the, the reason we call it opportunity cost mm. is because there's something. Is it is it because village market they they. Uh, it's, just, cost it's almost is, like a choice, an okay. opportunity of the choice. Right, yeah, you right, have an right. opportunity, opportunity, you have two opportunities. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that's what I meant by not yeah. benefit. Mm. Yeah. Because a cost can be, it's a cost, but I don't feel anything by forgoing, forgoing that cost. Mm. But opportunity cost is, there's two choices. Exactly. Both can be... You can choose one, you can but choose you, have one. Make, you have to make the decision make the on decision. which is the best for you. Right. Mm. And right. that can be... Can, can be challenging, right? Like fork on the road, making, like you're saying. Yeah, making that choice. Sometimes you don't have, and it becomes difficult because things like imperfect information, right? So you decide, I'm going to date Rob and not Kamau, but then you invest time in Rob, 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 Rob. And then you find Rob. Sidri has been lying to you mm. that he's, I don't know all these things. And you're like, I've spent a year on this guy. Mm. Well, I could have been with Kamau, who is honest and true. And I could have been in love and married with kids by now, if that's what you want. Right. So there's a cost there. Right? And that, that cost is the time spent, uh, the resources spent, the love you spent yeah. uh, and all of that. So have you guys experienced that? Hmm, I'm I, sure everybody yeah. at this table I know has made a decision where the, maybe two guys are into you, two girls or whatever it is. Yeah, You're like okay, <laughs> I prefer this. We're one. so inclusive. I know. I love it. I love it. This is a very space, safe space for everyone. <laughs> I was going to say it's never happened to me, but maybe did did it, it has anyway. If you said it, it 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 no, 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 I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the people will know. I don't think I'm gonna really. You can't yeah. mask. No, what is it called? I mean, so what's the question again? Have we been in that situation? Yeah, yeah of opportunity cost. Road, yes, yeah, um, like where you made a decision. People. Yeah, you decided uh, you were going to go. What? And it doesn't have to be love. It can be something. It can be career. Something, something else. Oh, uh, I've had a lot of opportunity costs in career. I can tell you that. <laughs> um, the career has me been too. so chaotic for me. Just trying to figure my life out. But mm. in relationships, yeah. But I had to make a decision based on. <laughs> compatibility mm-hmm. mm. um yeah i feel like one person maybe was you know my age kind of i'm trying not, I'm trying not to say too much i don't want to hurt nobody's motherfucking feelings i don't want you motherfuckers in my dm like jules that's what you really feel i thought we were cool uh, I don't know why these youngins But it's your truth, babe youngins, It's just your these truth These youngins, babe The opportunity cost of the youngins <laughs> The youngins are hot This Gen Z Okay, it's the younger millennials Because yeah. the millennials Are you a millennial? No I don't, you know, actually When you guys were talking I was like, what What am I? I, you, I don't um, think I'm Gen Z I'm No, Gen, no, 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 Gen Z is like You're definitely not a boomer You are a millennial I'm not a but boomer older I think millennial. I'm after Yes, yeah, so you're us, millennial The boomers were the but what age is millennial? I think I'm a, you're, you're the older like the older older millennials, older millennials yeah. and then us we are like you're towards like, the end mm. striding kind of both yeah and then now we have the Gen Z, Gen Z just behind Z. us Psychos. looking cooler better crazy people uh, having the well, best uh, lives living creatively to work, uh, no. quitting just really need I mean that's what the boomers said about us yeah. I think it's more of a I don't think it's an I think it's a phase of your life that Gen Z because even millennials that's what they were saying about us when we were 
Yeah, that's when, you, oh, we, we, are, we are complaining. We right. got, I think it's just a phase in your life when you when you hit your early twenties. When you start working, yeah, yeah. I find that so interesting because you know boomers or whatever your parents raise you, so you think that they would instill the values, mm. their values in you. But it always turns out different. Somehow society just takes a generation and changes them into in, whatever they are. Yeah. yeah. You would think that the world that we set is a constant, but it's not. It's not. I think it keeps evolving. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, no, the... Back, back to the youngins. To your, yes, youngins. No, let me tell you the streets. The youngins are lit. What's young, babe? What, 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 what are you referring the, to? Let me just give us, give us a, give us a uh, bracket. An age know, bracket. It's hard to talk on this podcast. <laughs> Incriminating myself. Give us, just give. I want to know what you mean by young, Julia. Listen, you me, if you're mean? if you're if you're more than two years younger than me, I'm just like era, era, really? era, oh, era. Really? Oh. Yeah, that's how I feel. Uh. So, but the ones who have been coming with Buckle. the best, <laughs> with the least opportunity, because have <laughs> <laughs> been quite young, and I'm like, so now when we're celebrating birthdays, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> you know, some young, some young men, and they are looking well put together, and mm. the older ones, I'm just like now. Look at your brethren, your younger brethren. Right. Uh, doing the thing. Doing the, the thing that you thing. need to be doing. I'm mm. not trying to raise nobody's children. <laughs> but you're not making it any easier on yourself. Mm. I don't know. I've, I've had, I feel like I've had better luck with... Um, with younger guys. With younger and by younger. Oh. The, maybe the youngest person who's hit on me is maybe like five, five years younger than me. That's not bad. Imagine. Babe, I, can... I could not handle it. I was 30. Mm. They were 25. Twenty-five. So I'm like, you're still in your twenties. Like mm. so much. Tonight. Like you just walked graduation. Like you're not even. <laughs> you just graduated. Like you walked off the stage. Your name just got a yeah. And I'm just like, and I think I was not even. I think I think I think at the time I was twenty-nine. Uh, so I was like, bro, you know the difference. There's a world of difference between twenty-five and like twenty-nine mm. or twenty-four, whatever that gap was. Because I told him the. The space, how my, space of mind I was at your age mm-hmm. and now is there's such a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And now they're older and we're talking and they they're like, oh, so I wasn't do, good do enough then. Yeah. yeah, but imagine now I could, I could, I could fuck with it. Either. Yeah, I could, I could, but I still struggle. Like I'm gonna get to they forty have- five years before you. But yeah, the same way, have to do it. Even yeah, I struggle the, with it. I, I struggle. French President Macron. Yeah. Macron. Like, look how his yeah. wife was literally being trolled. That, yeah. <laughs> but see, as, as you had said... How many years? She was like, how many years older? But this I is a bit know. weird. Anyway, let me, I'm not trying to judge. <laughs> but as you'd said earlier, younger men, not earlier on the podcast, they, you have, know, said, they have vitality. <laughs> Vitality is the word of the day. Someone that is the opportunity. They were like, you need to date a young man because they have energy. And I'm like, eh? Energy. <laughs> but I was like, eh. but then they also come strong. Yeah, they're very confident. These guys are very super confident. Like Yo, when you find Gen like you're, you're checking out some guy and he's your age and he's just like there. He's like, you need to come to me. You yeah. To whatever. Yeah. The young guy is like, uh-huh, I yeah. got the drinks. I got the meals. Where do you want to go? Mm. Yeah. Like, where? Yeah, and I, I just wish ageism can be done away with because I'm trying to, I'm trying to get with these people. Okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. And you I don't do away with it yourself. Listen, I'm, I You're am, self-stigmatized. I, I, am, I am part of the society that has stigmatized me. Okay, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. But yeah, um, I've had I've had a dilemma like that, and I think the main issue for me was age mm. compatibility. Um, so besides age, everywhere else, he was ticking the boxes. 
kind mm. of. Ama, what was the? Oh, he didn't the, even give him the opportunity. I don't think I gave him <laughs> But also, I felt like there was. Um, I felt they could. There was. You know how you foresee a possibility of um, personality clash? Yeah. Okay. We were good. Uh, we were good. But then I was just feeling like, nah, here um, with this person, I feel like mm. our, our our we're good as friends, but I feel like. I don't know. I I, I foresaw a, yeah. a whatever a clash, so right. I went. Okay. So actually, it's opposite. So 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 what I'm, I was those, you assumed something. I was trying to tell you. I I ended up dating a younger person. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I left the person my age. You mixed it up. Sharon. Oh wait! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I ended up dating a younger, younger person, guy. and I and I left the person who was my age, age because oh, of the compatibility got issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, she mm-hmm. she put her the hand, opportunity. She crossed yeah. her hands on her thighs. <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. Like it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, okay, Wangari. Well, what is uh-huh. what other lesson can we borrow from the the world of economics? Uh-huh. And you know, it's it's the more we get into it, the more I'm like. Wow. Yeah, but I actually just even before you go to the next one, so this opportunity cost thing. How do we <laughs> count? Uh, what's the lesson here? Mm. What, what, what are we trying to say? Because mm. like for demand and supply, I'm getting it. Mm. I think there's a, we're trying to say there's a balance of there's a balance you need to play. Yeah, mm. you're trying to the scarcity thing because scarcity mm. is good, yeah. right? Yeah. So it when it comes, stressful. oh, it can be stressful. Yeah. Mm. But some stress is good, I guess. I don't yes. know. So what about now opportunity, opportunity cost. cost? So I think it, the the value is in recognizing that when you if you choose something, you're foregoing something else, mm. and you have to think put your thought a lot of thought into and what, you're what your choices are. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and and you know it, it may not just be the the things that you see. It can also be um, you know things that are below the surface. Yeah. How do they make you feel? Mm. How do I feel free? Do I is it uh, is he an honest person? Or is it, it's not just like oh he's so cute, you know. <laughs> and uh, you know it's it's a lot of so you, so so the value is really in in taking the whole sum of the benefit and saying is this benefit uh, better than you know is right. is is this benefit better than this benefit and which is the is most suitable for me okay but of course you know we're all human beings sometimes we make choices because of not the things that we like because of what society likes and tells that's us yeah. but that's also a cost right? but that's also a cost yeah, yeah. so yeah. really it's about uh understanding the value you have on on the table and making a choice uh an informed choice from there and oh. opportunity cost uh, comes uh in play very strongly when there's imperfect information and that's when you, when you don't have enough information about there the, we go. the things on the table, yeah. then you're unable to make an informed choice. And if you if the in, if the knowledge comes in a year down the road and mm. you spent a year, I mean, time is money. Yeah, yeah. fuck. If you spent a year on this person, then you know you've incurred that cost. And I think also wow. knowledge of self, exactly. Yes, you know what self I mean? awareness. Because you can have all the information about this. Two, two, two opportunities. Yeah. Mm. But then you don't even know yourself mm. because you're the one who has to deal with the 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 opportunity you're yeah, picking. No. Yeah, I think a knowledge of self also yeah. is um is important. Mm. Information about information about not, not just information about the choices, yeah. but even you you need to understand how I am when I'm making this. Exactly, like, who am I? Yeah. How do I, what are my preferences? Yes. What is best for me? What is best for you? Uh, and also, in light of what you know, society puts a lot of pressure on us. You know, mm. this is what a perfect uh, relationship looks like versus this is what I need. Yeah. So you know, yeah. your, hey. that that narrative of like you need to marry a lawyer, you need to marry or a, a guy who doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, that narrative who doesn't have kids. Is, is like the opportunity cost is 
that you're incurring uh, is is really high because now you're choosing something that is not compatible with you and yeah. that can lead to heartbreak, whatever, so, yeah. uh, later. Yeah, I've um, been in a situation where I had to pick, I decided to stay, it was a short stint, mm-hmm. but I needed that person because where I was in my life at that point, mm-hmm. I felt like I needed some sub- emotional mm-hmm. support. Somebody. Yeah. yeah, and I don't, not I don't mean sexually, I just needed this person to hold my hand. I was, yeah. I was like, mm, Okay, so it's not what society would have wanted, mm. but it's what you needed. I swear to God, it's yeah. what I needed, and I'm happy you've said that. And I think more people need to start thinking like that. Mm. Like I know that it's very hard to go against society because society defines it's hard. It's very hard. We are part of it. Mm. You know, you, when you remove yourself, and society from so- shuns you. It's exactly, yeah. and they say it's a human psychological need for yeah. you to be part of a group. When you feel yeah. like you're not mm. part of the group, mm-hmm. you 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 lose it. Yeah. But anyway, I had to make that decision to be part of that group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that dual group to, f- yeah, yeah. So I think, I think people need to start making more decisions mm. that are good for them. Yeah. But they also weigh those opportunity costs. Don't, don't go and start dating somebody who you need to take care of, pay for their everything. Because there's a real now, real cost. There's a real cost. There's a real financial cost. Learn how to weigh your options. Yeah. Especially when you're talking about these young ones. Hey, they come correct and then they're like, buy my lunch. <laughs> like, I can buy you lunch some, once. Some of them have money. Yeah, I know, but uh, you know, yeah. you're dating a university. <laughs> You need to make that decision. Yeah. Oh, my God. So yeah. what else? Um, what is another lesson? So another lesson. We can borrow from the world of economics. I think uh, it's a good segue from what uh, Jules was talking about. Mm. She was saying, um, you know, the example she gave about she was dating, um, you were dating a... Younger person. Uh, no, you needed someone because yeah. you're going through something. Yeah. Um, and this is, is this concept uh, of hyperbolic discounting. Ooh. So big words, fancy words. Say it so, again. Uh, hyperbolic discounting. Okay. Does it sound good? Yeah. I'm <laughs> so hyperbolic discounting is is essentially, um, it's kind of it's it's a fancy way of saying a bird in hand is worth two in the bush, mm. right? So you it's it's the idea that you value what you have now, uh, and. Uh, you value more what you have now uh, rather than what you might have two or three years later. So we use this mainly in things like when you, you're calculating debt, uh, the debt um, of a country. You say, you know, you want you want to get the loan now so that you can use it now and not thinking about, you know, mm. your children's children's children's, yeah, children's who are going to be paying yeah. that loan and interest. Like all climate that, yeah. change. Exactly. Yeah. Now we're, <laughs> thank you. Thank That's you very much. Example. You'd be like, yeah, we're just going to have industries and we're going to be making whatever it is we make that is polluting this uh, uh, this world because we can still breathe mm. but we don't realize that our children's children's children are going to be buying air yeah. whatever it is yeah so that's exactly we, we started with buying I'm sure 300 years ago if we told people you know you have to buy water, water. hey, hey be like how it's a natural resource yeah. look at us now mm. we have to buy water like this one that comes from this, the sky yes. literally from the river from from the sky. Sky. because <laughs> the one in the river is dirty and it can kill you yeah. imagine trying to explain Not that to somebody yeah. they wouldn't get it mm. yeah. And, yeah. and that's where we're going yeah so when what I was saying in relation to what you said, Jules, mm. is that when, you know, I wanted to talk specifically about especially people who are, have just left relationships or mm. are in, in that in between. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people when they are, uh, have just broken up, uh, they immediately get into relationships, mm. right? Uh, if we're going to apply this to love. So you say, I'm so heartbroken. I'm going to get into another relationship because I feel I need that kind of support. Yeah. Uh, 
as opposed to what might be better, uh, you know, depending on the circumstances, that you need to work on yourself, heal mm. yourself, uh, get stronger, and then make a choice from a place of strength. Because yeah. when you're making a choice from a place of, of hurt, you may fall into the same patterns or the same kind mm. of relationships that you've just left for whatever reason. Mm. Um, but if you give yourself time, you know, the two in the bush, mm. you'll be like, okay, I know who I am. I'm strong now. I understand what happened in my previous relationship. I've gone through therapy. So the person I'm going to attract now uh, two years from now mm. is actually someone who uh, is more compatible with me and right. is more likely to have, um, it's more likely to have a longer term, stronger Positive. Uh, foundation, yeah. this person. Mm. Um, so I think hyperbolic discounting, uh, when you think of it, about it from the perspective of, of self-healing, mm. uh, therapy is important. I'm a big advocate of therapy. Mm. I, I listen to the podcast. So I know you guys are too. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, work on yourself. Uh, it might look, if I give you a hundred dollars now and I tell you, I give you a hundred dollars now, I'm going to give you $500 in five years or in three years, you'll be like, hey, give me that $100 now. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> got a club to go to. Um, but actually, <laughs> it's higher value to get the $500 three years from now. Yeah. But three years, it seems like, hey, in three years, mm. will I really, you know? <sighs> that hyperbolic. hyperbolic. And you know, the first time I heard about that hyperbolic discounting, I was like, eh, mm. wow. this is too hard. I must quit this economics. What is this? But it's <laughs> but actually it really so applies. interesting. Yeah. And it's something that stuck with me. Hand, yeah. Mm. Yeah. A in hand is worth two in, two in, in the, the bush. bush. Wow. Damn. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. My mind is doing somersaults. And because, hmm. Mm. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's, deep. It's, it's it's deep because I I I feel like hey should I share anyway so um when when my when my when my previous relationship ended right like we'd really got into the place where we were thinking through long term kids uh, marriage those the the big questions mm. and I don't know I feel like for me I wasn't ready per se mm. because I I hadn't done that inner work that you're talking about. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's really resonating with me because I, I think I needed to do that in our work first. Mm. I definitely wasn't ready for those big questions. And when I think about hyperbolic discounting, it, it, it almost wouldn't have been fair to go into that situation in marriage or whatever with me feeling like there's some undone mm. work or like there's some, there's some things I haven't, you know, sorted out myself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like it's taken me d- down such a rabbit hole. Mm. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> you need yeah. a drink? I did not hey, <laughs> some water. I need a drink. Wow, that was that's some real shit. Yeah, so I think uh, the, the value really is in uh, uh, you know mm. taking taking not rushing into things, mm. making sure that you contemplate or, or think through what is the best for you. Don't um, jump at something because it feels like it's valuable mm. now. And I know many people do that. You know, oh, yes. some people say, oh, the best way to get over someone is, is to get, get under someone. Mm. And, um, and then we have other messages like strike when the road is hot. Right. You know? Yes. Yeah. And, that you, and that you'll figure jump it out. Jump at an opportunity. You'll yeah. figure it out later. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. so, for me, those are the things I was like, we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out later when the issues are so glaring and you can see that. And someone told me when you when these issues in your relationship, apparently when you get married, it be, they become even worse or they become even more amplified. I don't know how true that is, but based off of that judgment, hey, I think I think we would have really hurt each other badly. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, you know, we have an amicable relationship with my ex because I think we we called it quits when you know quit while you're ahead before yeah. it got too messed up. Right. You still talk with your ex? We do, yeah, yeah, yeah. we do. We have you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I think all my exes are. Really- 
maybe one. I think. I mean, I think it depends on how you 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 part ways yeah. because we. If you if none of you disrespected the other and it just didn't work because of compatibility issues, which we've touched on in previous episodes, I think it can be fine. Also, as long as your current partner is and their current partner is okay with whatever engagements and you just keep it kosher. Um, but yeah, there's there's some exes who I, mean, I don't even claim them. <laughs> that's a, that's that's how bad it is. I don't even like they could be out here saying we dated. I'm like me, I just date you. What is dating? What is define. Sorry to this man. Define dating. <laughs> define dating. <laughs> Officially, right? But where there's others, but like with my ex, it was five years. So you know, uh, there the I think it was in both our interests to also not just shit all over the relationship. Mm, whether yeah. whether you know, because we built a lot of stuff together. So. Hey, hyperbolic discounting. I want to ask though. God so hyperbolic discounting in, in real life, in economics. Mm. Do you have an example? So, um, so the example I gave was uh, the one of debt. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. So when you, you get into debt now mm. because you want to build a highway... Mm. Not talking about anybody. <laughs> Not talking about any country in particular. You know, you get into this serious debt, and then uh, later, and you promise that you're going to pay X amount to right, your right, debtors, right. and then later on, your kids are the ones who the, are carrying the burden. Carrying the debt. Mm. Okay. Okay. Hey. Okay. Let me tell you something about life. It's, mm. Everything is um, analogy. I think right. you can pick lessons from somebody can tell you, you know, there's this, 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 and it applies into your life. The whole mm. Bible is an analogy. Mm. Surely. Yeah. 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 But I, I, the whole concept of, okay, you see, like, oh. I, I was single for a really, really, really long, 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 long time. <laughs> and I could not hyperbolic discount that. Me, I was like, listen, Girl, I'm gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Were you working on yourself at that time when you were? Oh, married? yes. I know. The thing is, I had no choice mm. but to work on myself because I just could not get into healthy relationships. I was like, yeah. there's something wrong with this I get that. formula mm. because I am the constant. Mm-hmm. Yes. These people I am dating, I can see they're not at their best. I didn't mm. make the best decisions, but I was like, I can't point the finger that way because one thing I noticed is that the partners I was with had something that was similar in all of them. Mm. Their personalities were different. Careers were different. They looked different. I thought I had a type, but mm. they looked different. But there was something about them that was the same. And when it hit me, it hit me like a wall of bricks. Mm. And I was like, yo, Julia, you need to fix that. Mm. Um, there's something I was attracted to. Mm. A kind of thing. Now when I see it. I can I remember why I'm attracted to that, but I'm just right. like Ooh. you run away, mm. you run the other mm. way. Yeah, and maybe the the person who I should have been maybe this is the hyperbolic discounting. <laughs> the person who I was ignoring, mm. like those traits, no longer make me go like, Ugh, I'm not feeling it. Like I'm just like this is good, this is healthy, right. this That's is stable stability. Yeah, yeah, but I I I I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it at the time. And I remember I used to, I used to have a blog when I was in my early twenties mm-hmm. and there's an entry that I read the other day. I was like, young girl, young <laughs> girl, what girl, are you telling with, girl with a hit, young girl. <laughs> Do you know the shit you're about to get into? I was like, you know, I'm attracted to certain people who have a certain X factor. There's something they need to have. Oh my God. I felt like going back to talk to that girl. Listen, I'm 34. <laughs> Look at me. Look at look at what I've gone through. That X Factor. It ain't it. I girl. I used to like them a little bit, you know, a little bit edgy, a little mm-hmm. bit street, a little bit uh-huh. brunch, uh-huh. a little bit Gosh. of you know, I wanted somebody who can 
kind of scare me because yeah. I'm oh a strong God. personality and yeah. I was like I can't be somebody who I can walk all over yeah. and da 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 <laughs> and it's like girl if you think you want to walk over somebody in a relationship you need to check yourself yeah. so I used to really go for like the baddest mm. and they might be they might be loud they might be quiet they might be you know it's not mm. actually the baddest when, the thing is when you say baddest people have an impression mm. it has to be this guy walks into the party and he's mm. no mm. they just they have to just have this thing mm. that, that aura that like aura of of, of mystery and danger, danger. Hey, and I was so excited. God forbid. Oh, God forbid. Hey. Let me tell you. <laughs> no thanks. I see a Yeah. So I, that had to come. I, I mean, so so my failed relationships. Da, 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 and I'm like, yo 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 yo. It's not mm. the niggas. It's not the niggas. It's me. Mm. What am I? And and I stopped saying at least the people I attract. So it's what I'm attracted to. Mm. Yeah. So I had to. Yeah. You just know, like, oh, your energy is attracting them. I'm like, mm, I'm gonna change that. Uh, language it's what i'm attracted to because i can scan a group of people and i'll be like no 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 yes and what am i picking the most like that person mm, yeah <laughs> okay yeah I mean, okay. but you can still have like a thug but a thug who doesn't have uh, uh, listen, toxic traits i want i want what is that that is a unicorn that, no, that, that, that is that is jeezy you know jeezy <laughs> yes i love me them. i'm like i look at that relationship i'm like sis you got the formula right <laughs> she did she got the formula right i'm like oh she got the formula yeah, right yeah i think it's I mean, called a good the, is is the perfect example of this opportunity cost thing yeah, because she was married to some other guy yeah. and then she's like I don't want to have kids. Yeah. I don't wanna, then she met, uh, what's his name? Jeezy. And she was like, I'm going to have your baby. Right. You're the right yeah. They Sometimes They're you just so meet somebody cute. and you have the desire to just have their yeah. baby. Yes. And then you date somebody like, I cannot move in with this person. Literally. I cannot date them. So I, mean, it was a I reflection. It was a reflection on him. That's wild. You never know. You, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it just shows you people change their mind. They do. Like, okay. like even how I was saying in, in the other episode, how for me, dating a guy with kids was such a no, 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 no. Never going to happen. Not going to be me. Sometimes you find someone who really makes you reconsider such like big um, mm. decisions that you'd made or like boundaries. Girl. Hey. Girl. No, it's like, it's Look at me. <laughs> Pick me. Look at us. Me. <laughs> Look at us. And maybe it's also because, you know, if we talk about opportunity cost and we talked about it negatively in the, mm. in the previous one, but I think it's also life lesson, right? Yeah. So you, you learn this and sometimes, I mean, this life, if you don't go through the challenges and the drama, how are you going to be able to be the best person for the next relationship yeah. right? in, in a hyperbolic discounted future, future right? right so you say yes it's 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 a cost but it can also be on the flip side be a positive because mm. you grow you learn you understand what you're you know that the thug is not the one <laughs> you want yeah. uh, but or a reformed uh, thug. All, it all comes down to learning and then you you know you make a good decision yeah. hopefully if you learn you make good decisions yeah yeah i love like, it like you know how i was really attracted to oh my god oh, please say Chris Brown DMX I was I had I, such a huge crush I have like when he yeah. died I, I felt so bad for real like you know, I, the I just told myself <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm not doing the voice oh my god oh my god oh my god okay you have to do <laughs> but he became such a like see now him yeah. now if you dated the DMX of Tene, ten years ago. That's the one. But then now the DMX of the one who was just demons still live within them, and I can't. Really? I cannot, I cannot. He was like became reformed in a way. No, he, he was didn't. like a Jesus guy, wasn't he? he really? Was talking about God and no, honey, he, he was still struggling with um, his addiction, and I don't think addiction is correlated to somebody's. 
bad street mm-hmm. like badness mm-hmm. because you have very good people who are also addicts yeah. addicts addicts is, addiction is, is a disease but i don't know if i, I, think, I don't i don't like when i see when i see like i i, I like good people now okay yeah. okay I think for me but i like good people with a little bit of edge yeah mm-hmm. i, think I like the, people who have worked on themselves yeah i no longer go to the extreme there's a range i just pick i just i yeah. can't i can't do it i feel like for me i like a bad boy who's become a good man those mm. don't exist. They do. I feel like my person is already a bit. No. I don't think so. No, I think he's, so. He's a goody two shoes. He's yeah. always been a goody well, two shoes. Well, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, to me, I would, you see, that's what I'm telling you. Me, me, I was oh, like, it's funny. You, how bad were you? How bad was it? Oh, how bad did you like them? DMX! <laughs> yeah, makes like a, yeah, I like the bad boys. I like the bad boys with a little silver stud in the ah, man. Yuck. Yeah, Julia, yeah. Now your you, DMs, your DMs will start. No, yeah, people know. They start telling you pictures. <laughs> nah, no, I'm reformed. See my earring. See my earring. <laughs> I see that, and I actually I can gag. I'm just uh, like, uh, but gosh. I'm not. I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying yeah, I, I, I gag at your, the pain I went through and right. the experiences. I you had. know better now. I know better now, yeah. and, and I'm able to kind of make better decisions that's i yeah. hope you know mm. but i'm still attracted to a little bit of street uh, oh, that's what i'm saying mm. yeah. i love it exactly well gary do you have another one for us <laughs> all, right. all right so mm-hmm. another concept is a concept of sticky prices so what is sticky prices sticky prices is um the the propensity for prices to um stay at a certain level uh, and not adjust based on market conditions. So we go back to our unga example. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no. Unga for our international listeners means flower. Flower. Is it flower or flower? Either or. Flower or flower. <laughs> I think flower. the British call it flower. 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 And the American flower. 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 Yeah. Oh. So, um, you know, uh, when the when the price of a commodity goes up or, or anything, right, mm. it becomes very difficult to shukisha that price, to to bring it down. Mm. So we say, unga is 70 bob, then suddenly because of uh, supply and demand and scarcity, it goes to 200 bob. Uh, for it to shuka, the government had to for it to come down mm. international audience mm-hmm. it had to uh, yeah, the government had to give a subsidy yeah others would have just stayed there and even if the market adjusted and were able to now uh it will you know supply changed it wouldn't actually go back to 70 right. it would stay up there and maybe just shukisha a little bit yeah mm-hmm. um, and that i feel applies to specifically and i'm just using an example it applies widely when it comes to love but you think about you know how they say you know you shouldn't give uh, why why should i buy the milk when i have the cow mm. you know just come in and they're like i'm gonna cook i'm gonna clean i'm going to do this i'm going to be the best in this you know i'm just going to be i'm just going to give my bring my a game right. and i think you guys talked about this in one of your episodes i i, I remember i recall you guys saying mm. you know how you bring your a game so you material. can't sustain yeah and then now when you're dating now it's like you start to like, mm, oh, yeah. that's when the, I'm the tired of for when they switch up on pandemic, you. Yeah, exactly. You. Now you start to you're like, ay, but this cooking it's too much. Let <laughs> <laughs> you just you know? let me the McDonald's it, and then the guy is like, hey, you've McDonald's. How is it you have changed? And then they break up with you, and then you're like, I don't understand why you broke up with me because you know, I, you know, I was the best girlfriend. But it's like when you come at this level, right. then you is start it? saying, this is me, this is the best me. I dress like this. I talk Damn. like this, I bring this to the table. And then you get into a two, three months down the line, you can't sustain it. And then you start, you know, sweatshirt, sweatpants all the time. It's not bad. Mm, Things that pants is bad. I'm just, but you've already advertised that to Koivi. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the guy starts complaining and then you're like, uh, and he breaks up with you and you're like, you're confused. Why? 
with sticky prices. Mm. You know, shukishaing, you know, unless there's a subsidy from some, somewhere, somewhere. Oh, I don't know what oh, that's a subsidy. Oh, oh. Okay. A Therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I was about side hard. chicks. Yeah, so. Side chicks. Oh, that's subsidy. a subsidy. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. So, you know, you you have to, it's not, okay, you don't have to, but you you also must understand that how you kind of advertise yourself is, uh, is it's fair game for your partner to be like, I mm. fell in love with this person or right. I am attracted to this person that you mm. said you are. And now you are not that person anymore. You know, yeah. I feel, yeah. but I was talking, I was actually talking to my therapist today and she was telling me, we're talking about, um, something related. And she was like, you know, when you're attracted to, I'm about to contradict what I just said, I think, mm-hmm. uh, when you're attracted to someone in the beginning, uh, it evolves, right? So you yeah. can be, you know, person A and I attracted you and I love you and we have that vibe. But over time, uh, it's not that you change, it's just that you evolve. Right. You know, life what the reasons that, yeah, the reasons that you are attracted to, in the, to each other in the beginning start to become more complex and more mm. uh, intricate. So it's mm. not just about how you look and how you dance and how you speak. It becomes about, you know, we have great conversation mm. or, uh, you know, you know how to make that mac and cheese or ugali just right or, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about um, superficial things, but it becomes more complex. So there's an evolutionary factor in relationships that I think is also, uh, that can play in, uh, mm. that it can be like strictly sticky prices. But I still say yeah, no, I, that is the concept that how you advertise yourself and then suddenly you, you stop you being that person. Right. Do you know my, my mom gives um, s- such interesting advice and I think it's about sticky pricing. So my mom always says, um, depending on how, like judge, judge a man, like if you want to be with him based on your first few weeks or months of interacting with them because apparently in her opinion mm-hmm. that's as good as it's ever gonna get because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like they, they're putting their, their best their foot best forward foot so forward. naturally the graph just goes downwards from mm-hmm. there it might obviously not that he'll not become a horrible person to you but just know whatever you've seen them doing that's the best that their level best in terms of their character yeah so you don't hope you don't you, you, hope and say maybe when we get yeah married, don't date kid, potential yeah, yeah. hope is yeah. not a strategy not, hope is not a strategy yeah like like yeah. Charles said yeah yeah because that's what happens you especially when you're younger I mean mm. for me the younger me would be like oh well um when things settle down oh well mm. once mm. we get over this fact that he cheated on me we we'll go back to what we were no right, this is it that's this it, is it. Yeah, or even you think you're like oh you know maybe i can work on him and improve him no. wow. and, and you know there's some people who give advice like that me have been given advice like that by an like that the level of auntie that mm. that's mm. Rika, Rika, like age group right and they're like you know you don't even see your cousin let's call her jerry mm. oh, sorry to all the jerry's there <laughs> <laughs> you can't see how your cousin no i have a cousin called jerry damn <laughs> look for another I, mombi. Okay. you can't see your cousin mombi she married such a a, f- a fat person mm. and now they are going to the gym together and she has worked <laughs> on him and now he's slim and now he's and that's what, the reason you are, don't have somebody is because you're too picky mm. be like mommy and even if you get a fat person it's okay <laughs> even if you get a, <laughs> it's a fat person <laughs> you know and I mean, uh-uh. <laughs> and the person she was talking about, it's not like an immediate cousin. Mm. It's a, you know, like a marriage, marriage cousin, but mm. it was a big wedding. I remember. And I'm like, but he gained all the weight back. Like, mm-hmm. what, what is the, the fact that he, <laughs> what is the lesson? Here? What is the lesson here? <laughs> you know? And yeah, 
you can't I, like i don't know i don't know how to feel about this advice um that people say like mm. just work with what you get work with, work with what you get i think there's compromise needs to be there but yeah. surely there must be a limit but also I mean, surely god cannot be so cruel to give you right. desires of yeah good you know like this right. one used to tell me i used to tell him i used to tell this right away i'd be like you know you're you're you know he used to like carve like big mm. chicks mm. like there was a I think my size was the most he could do, right? Yeah. So he used to be like, you know, I can never date an elephant. Ah, <laughs> yeah, God, yeah. forgive me. I loved him so much. Oy. You know, I can't. I can't. Okay, for the waiter. <laughs> oh my God. He keeps coming up. I listen to that episode. I love him so much, you guys. This man. I love him with all my heart. You guys don't understand. If you don't get him, you think he's being insulted. Right. <laughs> but he's being his true authentic self. He's, he's being, like, this is me. And let me tell no. you, his stories were the best. <laughs> Laugh and laugh. I go home like my cheeks are aching. And he used to tell me, Sarah, you know, I can never date an elephant. And I said, in fact, what he told me, there's a somewhere I used to stay and he knew the neighbor. So I was like, oh yeah, you know, we moved here, a house number, whatever, whatever. He's like, oh yeah, I know the neighbors. Have you ever seen their elephant? And I, was, I remember, right. oh, did he say the elephant? I remember wondering, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, do they, do they have wild animals? Like an actual elephant? No, he's like, the wife became so big. <laughs> Anyway, oh, so he's yeah. like, I can never wow. date, 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 date an elephant. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, and you're not so skinny yourself, nigga. Like, look at you. Mm. And he walks out. He's, he started to look really good. But I told him, but what if the person who has all the qualities you mm. want comes packaged is, with is a plus size woman, 10 yeah. kilograms more than you want mm. and told me, God cannot be so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> God. Some people, even when they're horrible, yeah, they're it's not bad. It's, it's they're well-meaning. It's in yeah, for real. It's their truth. <laughs> for real, like for real. For real, it's their truth. Anyway, I, uh-uh. <laughs> but you see, the other thing is that you know this quote-unquote air quotes I'm doing uh, work on someone is that you 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 get into a relationship you you and I have friends who have have experienced that mm. you get a you know a guy with flaws you come you work on him and he becomes a, a good guy you know someone who's attractive or whatever mm. more widely attractive and then the guy starts straying yeah. because mm. now he's got the good the, the chicks are like hey and you look good mm. hey now I can do better than my wife and then the next minute the yes. problem. So true. You know? In fact, I'd like to know because let's okay. This, so it's true. It's there. People advise mm. you like that. They're like, don't be picky. Pick somebody who you can work on. Mm. Some people have been given that advice. Some people have taken that advice. Mm. What I'd like to know, even from our audience, mm. has anybody ever hid hid? Is it hid? He did that advice, taken that advice, mm. and it has worked, worked for, for you. Them. That's mm. a good question. Me, I want to know if it's successful because I always don't believe everything is black and white. Mm. There are those who it has worked for. That's mm. why there's an auntie, hunty, can come mm-hmm. and tell me, listen, look at your cousin Mumbi. They are going to the gym <laughs> together. Now he has lost his. You know, it has worked for for her somehow. Mm. You know, I'd like to know if these people who are successful. Mm. Me, I, I'm all about. Tell me how it worked for mm. you. Mm. Because maybe in my life it can work or maybe it can't. Right. We're not all the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so guys, please on, send your voice note um, mm-hmm. about that. Um, and look at us, guys. It's been an hour. No wow. way. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Do you have any final ones for us, Wagari? Final, final. Any final um, ones? I would say um, trade, uh, the aspect of trade. And trade actually makes everything better. So mm-hmm. when you are, and, and this I think speaks 
mainly to complementarity. So trade is important in economics because uh, a country that is good has a comparative advantage, which means uh, maybe they are able to produce something that in a, in a more efficient way mm. and have a better product can then go to another country and say, that country is also producing something great and in you know in an efficient manner. They can say, we need this and we have this. Can we trade? Yeah. yeah. So And it's important in economics because we say that not everybody can be good at everything, mm. right? So people countries, uh, businesses, whatever it is, they specialize in certain things and then they now trade uh, or engage in um, trade with other countries or other companies. So I, I apply that to relationships in, in the terms of uh, this aspect of complementarity, right? Mm. So you come with what you're good at, the, the values and the skills that you bring to the table. Someone else also comes with the values and skills that they bring to the table and you say, hey, I like uh, your one, two, three skills, you know, I appreciate them. I would love them in my life. Mm. The guy also is like, I also appreciate your one, two, three skills. Mm. I want them in my life. And you bring them together and you form a beautiful relationship. Yes. I I'm like happy for that. you. I love it. Yeah. I, love it. I love to cook. You love to do the dishes. Let's wow. Trade. Mm. What did you call it? Trade. <laughs> trade compatibility. It's trade. Trade. There's comparative advantage. Compar- oh, yeah. Comparative advantage. Who knew that economics can be so sexy? Right. So sexy. No, if you guys saw Wangari, you'd understand why. Wangari yes. is so, such a fine king. Fine, fine girl. No, fine girl. no people. I said she's smart. And then she's cute. And then she's a vibe. I, I'm just saying, I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> I'm going to accept it. I love it. What do you know, guys? Lessons on love from an economist. Wasn't that so illuminating, Julia? I loved it. It was like, so much fun. Did you yeah, have a good time? You had a good time. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you? I was nervous. Remember, I was yeah, yeah. nervous. <laughs> yeah, like I told you once that thing goes red. Once the mic goes on, uh, the nerves just go. It flows. I'm telling you, this yeah. is this is the happiest place you can ever be. I just, I'm like podcast should have existed. <laughs> you know, from the beginning when of we time. were dealing with my stresses. <laughs> no, I but honestly, your setup here is amazing. It's such oh, a place. We're so glad. Like, Great. and we personally, I've learned so 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 much from this conversation like mostly about economics because I was like wow what I studied was some basic <laughs> shit hyperbolic like, hyperbolic discount not me going to drop these words in meetings <laughs> I literally am going to use these words, but it's been such a great conversation, like looking at love through the lens of an economist. So thank you also for lending your 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 expertise to to the podcast. You know, like I really think I don't know. I've never heard about love talked about that way. It just yeah. from yeah, in my opinion, I haven't, and it was just very very refreshing. So it thanks, was a new Gary. adventure. I mean, yeah. I think I've never talked about it in this way. Either, so <laughs> it was also illuminating for me. So fantastic. I enjoyed it. Oh, amazing. And if you guys ever want Mangari to come back for more conversation, please let us know. Um, yeah. And please let, send us a voice note on just your thoughts on love and economics. And also Julia had asked earlier if, if it's ever worked for you where you got the kind of advice for, oh, you know, pick someone and then you lock on him later or her. Has that ever worked for you? Please let us know. And um, you can send us a voice note on our instagram page at it's related i promise and yeah we've come to the end of the pod thank you so much for listening and remember this has been it's related i I promise mr mr don't treat me so unkind Hello, hi ladies, hey Sharon, hey Jules, this is Kellen, aka Sharon's bestie, 
I am so so happy that you girls are back. This last episode was phenomenal. The takeaway for me was that hope is not a strategy. That was a phenomenal revelation. I think we all understood where it came from, but I've never thought of it that way. And I've also really spent the whole week thinking about um, you know the difference between this compatibility and and love. And I think for me, where I land is that compatibility is a thing that keeps the love and the foundation as strong as it is. Um, love is something that you have to work for, you have to work towards, and compatibility helps you get to the end. But at the end of the day, love, relationships, none of it is a, a one-stop shop. It's not a goal. It's a continuing journey. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys are doing amazing. I love you both. Hi, ladies. I'm listening in from Uganda. And you guys are so super amazing. I love you so much. Yeah, this week's episode just been one of my favorites yet. And for me, after listening to you people, I know for a fact that one of the factors that would tell I'm incompatible with someone is if we have very different opinions about sensitive issues. For example, number of children, our religion, culture, such such very sensitive issues would show incompatibility for me. Otherwise, lots of love. JG and Sharon, this is Nawera listening from Machakos. And this episode, as usual, dropping gems and facts. I related so much with what you guys ha- were talking about, especially Jules, the, um, the emotional unavailable part. And Sharon, when you talked about you were a G, you. <laughs> you always gravitated towards people who give you tough love i was like that one time but yeah we're growing thank you for sharing and always inspiring hi it's related i promise my name is clara atsanga i'm so happy you guys are back first of all secondly i really loved the episode you did on love versus compatibility it brought so many things into perspective because there are certain things you do not compromise on and i loved the part where you said that basically whether you're choosing love or compatibility depends on the stage of your life where you're in in some stages you will choose both in some stages you'll choose either thank you guys so much i listened to your podcast on my way home and i just have my headphones on and i love it Thank you guys so much and i'm looking forward to the next episode hi my name is eva and i love your podcast first of all i think you guys are doing such a great job and congratulations for coming back also please bring charles back it was such a wonderful conversation to listen to and i just liked listening to his perspective on things as well it was just very um, refreshing so please bring him back also for my opinion on love versus compatibility or love and compatibility i think that when you're pursuing a life partner you should also consider their core values because if you aren't happy with how someone is or who they are inherently um your relationship is more likely more than likely to not last 
not go the distance. Yes, that's my opinion. So they should always just go hand in hand because I think relationships and love should be easy. Not all the time you're wondering if you can live with something that they do or something that they are. I, 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 I'm not sure that there should be that many compromises on like your core values to accommodate the other person.